Hey, welcome back to New Rockstars. I'm Eric Voss. And I'm Marina Mastro. That's right. This I'm not Philip. <laughs> She's not Philip. I'm not Can you Phillip. believe it? Hey, happy holidays, everyone. This is a big question. Philip's not here because he's, he's here. super spent from going around the world and stuffing the stockings of millions of children with muscle supplements. <laughs> and we all deserve a good rest. And tiny t-shirts. And tiny t-shirts, but we're here now. And we're gonna answer your big question because, you know, the Rise of Skywalker's behind us. And now all we're left with is the Mandalorian final episode, which might be out now by the time you're watching it. We haven't seen it yet. So now we're just gonna decide to spend our Star Wars efforts on answering the fuck out of every question you have about Baby Yoda. Yep. Starting with the most important question of all, Eric, how does Baby Yoda age? That's a great question, Marina. Oh, and uh, thank you. there actually is a lot of biological science behind it. Really? People have researched it. Huh. I've compiled it all into my stack of cards, um, and Eric, I'm going to say I it at you. I love science. <laughs> Me too, Marina. Okay, great. <laughs> Here's the thing. George Lucas has never defined the Baby Yoda species. It may be defined in the final episode of The Mandalorian. Right. We don't know we yet. We don't know. But he never intended to define the species. He always wanted it to be a mystery. The one character in Star Wars who doesn't have a trading card that tells you everything about him yeah. is, is Yoda. So we don't know if Yoda is a mammal or a reptile. He's yeah. green, as many reptiles yeah. are, but he does have hair. Mm -hmm. uh, so we don't know if he was gestating in an egg or right. a placental sac like mm -hmm. mammals uh, are, or in a in a uh, marsupial pouch yeah, like little, some mammals are. Oh my god, that pouch. would be so Imagine good. Imagine baby Yoda hopping around in a hopping Yoda. Oh, and just his ears are sticking out? Yeah, just the ears, oh. and that's how you know, but he's sleeping, don't wake him. You know, when you get back to how uh, the Yoda species was uh, designed yeah. in uh, The Empire Strikes Back, is he was based off of Albert Einstein's face and the puppeteer's face to kind of merge them together, but the species seems to be based on the tortoise, right? He's old, mm -hmm. tortoises age very slowly. Oh, yeah. They are green, mm -hmm. uh, or just like, they're, they're green. brown and, and sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes brown, but like when we draw them with uh, yeah, eight totally Crayola use. colors, mm. we use the green one. They surprise <laughs> That's us. That's science. That's science. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here's what we know about Baby Yoda. He, or she, or it, whatever, yep. is 50 years old. Mm -hmm. Behaves like a toddler, though. Mm -hmm. He kind of waddles around. Wants he toys. Wants yeah. toys. It's not a toy. He coos, mm -hmm. he cries, he sleeps a lot, mm -hmm. he does not talk. Mm -hmm. He puts frogs in his mouth yeah. a lot and scientists say that human babies explore their worlds orally for mm. a period they put everything in their mouths yeah, that's totally. how they Teething understand rings, yeah, yeah right and those are usually from the ages of six months to 18 months we're kind of clocking baby yoda yeah. at around a one-year-old yeah yeah he's but he walks baby. too he walks and you know babies can walk around yeah. ages uh, 12 months i didn't walk till i was five yeah some of us still can't <laughs> <laughs> The lack of speech actually doesn't necessarily tell us much because that could just be a result of lack of exposure. Because we learn language species, from right. parents mm -hmm. and from other adult figures mm -hmm. talking around us from television. So we don't know what kind of contact yeah. baby Yoda has had with other species. The other Yoda that we know speaks in that inverted sentence structure. Right. That could have been the result of how his brain functions differently or from people who have just talked to him that, that way. way. Yeah, yeah, he read things and um, he's dyslexic. <laughs> and, that's how and he accommodated himself. Good That's right, him. yeah. And speaking of that, Baby Yoda actually has the profound levels of empathy oh and my can God, use the force. Totally, yeah. You know, like Baby Yoda can sense when people are hurt mm -hmm, or need his help. Mm -hmm. Normal babies don't do that. They're no. selfish little jerks and uh, they, they never use the force. Pull your earrings, punch your boobs. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll cause more pain, mm -hmm. if anything. Uh, especially oh, if they're kids Rosemary's are the worst. baby. Yeah. Rosemary's <laughs> baby is a little demon. <laughs> 
human life expectancy, mm. as we know, is around 72 to 90 years. Mm. Some people say it's around 80 to 120 years. Sure. Oh my um, God, 120. So mapping that to Yoda, mm -hmm. uh, Yoda died when he was 900 years old. That was yeah. his mm -hmm. 900th birthday in Return of the Jedi. So assuming exact correlation, mapping one onto the other, mm -hmm. baby Yoda should be at the developmental stage of the human equivalent of five years old, at 50 years. Would oh, equal five years. Interesting. So here's more things we know about Baby Yoda's age. In the Mandalorian pilot, IG 11, the assassin mm -hmm. droid, says that species age differently, mm -hmm. which is something to keep in mind. And that's not just in the Star Wars universe, that's in our universe too. And it doesn't mean we just, yeah. some species age more slowly or live longer lifespans than others. It means we hit sexual maturity at different stages of our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. uh, some of us still have never, not. Never do. Or it. aren't yeah. interested. Um, <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> yes. Some people are ace and it's totally fine. <laughs> Just to give some examples, uh, the cicada. The cicada mm -hmm. stays in a cocoon or a larval stage yeah. underground for 17 years. Crazy. And then blossoms out mm -hmm. and then stays an adult for a very short period yeah. of time. That's its whole life cycle. They say dogs, right, age seven times faster. That's mm -hmm. not exact, yeah. right? So like a two-year-old dog is not a 14-year-old human. Right. It's more like a 20-year-old human. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, dogs at very old ages, what would normally be like an 80-year-old human are, can still be very spry yeah, and active. Totally. and. Um, uh, and have lots and lots of sex. Um, <laughs> I was looking up some crazy numbers on animals around the world. Oh, wow. Tortoises, as we mentioned before, can live over 100 years old, yeah. up to 250 years old. <gasps> Is right. Oh my God. They reach their sexual maturity at 30 years old. So that's about somewhere between 12 and 30% of their lifespan. Wow. The Greenland shark, listen to this one, can live for roughly 270 to 400 years. Oh, because it's cold water. Is that what it is? You just put well, anything in cold water and like Cap, <laughs> Captain America can live uh, 200 years old? It's just in cold water. That's science. <laughs> science. The Greenland shark doesn't reach its sexual maturity until 150 years old. Oh. So it lives 150 years old, doing nothing, never getting a boner. Yeah. And then one day, 150th birthday, boing, boing, boing. Um, <laughs> So at 150 years, that's about huh. 28 to 55%, about halfway through their yeah, life, a lot of them, crazy. is only when they, they reach sexual maturity. Humans, of course, we live somewhere around 100 years, maybe. Mm. We reach our sexual maturity at age 13. Well, arguable, but yeah. So about 13% of our lifespan. Lobsters, fun yeah. fact, well, yeah. are often considered biologically immortal because their cells do not replicate the ways ours do. Yeah. They molt, yeah. and then they basically revert back to that pre-adult stage, and they continue that cycle. Oh my God, what? Forever and ever and ever. They can live up to 100 years if undisturbed. Usually yeah. what they'll do is they'll either die out from exhaustion while or they try to molt the last them. time, or because they're so delicious, something <laughs> eats them. They can outlive all of us if we don't eat them, yeah. which is why it's important that we eat these delicious <laughs> as fast as we can. So what is this all about Baby Yoda for? Well, this is all to say that Baby Yoda's aging is not directly proportional to human aging, mm -hmm. right? He is a baby now at age 50, but like at age 75, he could rapidly go through his species version of puberty yeah. and then get really annoying for a couple years and then hit his be version of adulthood. And be like, don't come in my room. <laughs> What's interesting, I looked this up, uh, according to Yoda's canonical, the real Yoda's mm -hmm. canonical history, he became a Jedi master at age 100. So he, Wait, what? Yes, at one point he said, I had been training Jedi for 800 yeah. years. He's 900 years old when he dies. So he must have been wise enough, verbal enough, and literate enough to be a Jedi master at age 100. So what happens between 50 and 100 in yeah. the Yoda species? That must be around the time they hit their puberty and then rapidly age yeah. up to become adults, which would be around eight or 9% of their lifetime. So basically, the Yoda species ages slowly, 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 
boom, 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 age 100, and then lives 800 yeah. years as an as a grandpa. Yeah. That's all of the yodeling wow. species. Oh my um, God, that kind so of sucks. Think of it, if we were humans <laughs> and we aged that way, it would be like a young boy acted like a baby until yeah. he was five years old, and then between ages of five and 10, transforms into a grandpa, 10-year-old yeah. oh. grandpa, and then stays a grandpa for 80 years and then dies. That what like a life. A nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting how, like, you've seen in the prequels, they went back and tried to make a younger version of Yoda mm -hmm. to show what, like, a younger yeah. version would look like. And that would only be, like, 30 years before mm -hmm. we saw him in Return of the Jedi. So he's still, like, 800 and whatever. Yeah. George Lucas thought it looked weird, which it did, because the lights they used, they made his skin look a darker shade of mm -hmm. green than it really is. Yeah. They tried to add more hair to him. Mm -hmm. His eyes weren't the right size. What they did in Attack of the Clones is they made a CGI version that was more closely based mm -hmm. on the Empire Strikes Back version. Yeah. And that's the version that they used from there forward. And they even mm -hmm. went back to uh, Phantom Menace and CGI'd that Yoda on top of the puppet Yoda that they used for Phantom Menace. Oh, wow. So, well, and yeah. in Last Jedi, it's the puppet. It's like the actual puppet. In Last Jedi, it's the puppet, but it's like a puppet based on the Empire Strikes Back. I mean, it's puppet. not the literal puppet, it's, but yeah, it's yeah. like, it is a puppet, mm -hmm. which is nice. A puppet. <laughs> a, it's a puppet. puppet. So that, that should be a good explanation. It's, that. Yeah. That's oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Yoda ages. What a great answer to a big question. Big old question. Uh, <laughs> well, we're going to get to some more bite-sized questions after a special message from a sponsor that probably is just going to be me talking about the channel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go right back. Hey guys, Eric here. Just a reminder that New Rockstars is offering exclusive rewards to our patrons in the form of bonus videos each month. You can get exclusive access along with lots of other behind the scenes content and just a general good feeling of helping this channel grow by becoming an official patron of New Rockstars Digital Studios. Just go to patreon.com slash new rockstars. Again, that's patreon.com slash new rockstars. Big ass. Big ass truck. Big old truck. And we're good? Welcome back to the big question. We're now going to move on to some bite-sized questions that Marina's going to answer. Questions. Are you ready, Marina? Yeah. For your baby questions? My baby questions. Okay, first baby question comes from at Baconatehim. What is Thanos' sword made out of? Good question. Okay, so if we think back to Endgame, Thanos actually breaks Captain America's vibranium shield yes. with his sword. Mm -hmm. And vibranium is supposed to be the most powerful or strongest metal on Earth. Yeah. But, 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 Thanos' sword is not from Earth. Oh, that's right. Okay. There's no Earthling who are big and purple. <laughs> except Philip, if he's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> he's over there crying. Yeah. Really uh, angry. Yeah. Thanos' sword is actually made from Uru. He went to Nita Valir, right, mm -hmm. to have Itri make it for him. Yeah, it's what uh, Thor's hammers are made out of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of this like otherworldly mm -hmm. metal that they have. We yeah. don't have access to. Yeah, yet. so that's how we kind of get our work around. And we see, you know, his his expression when it breaks. He's like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So if you were to sharpen, like theoretically, Stormbreaker could. Mm -hmm. Uh, wedge yeah. into Cap's right. shield. But mm -hmm. why would they ever fight? They're they're best buds. They're now. too cute. Yeah, they're too cute. Yeah. Okay, moving on to our next bite size. Lucas uh, Mangalon asks, if there are humans in Star Wars, then is there an Earth? It's possible, but unlikely. So we know that George Lucas, you know, all the Star Wars movies start with long time ago, galaxy far, far away. And he actually intended these movies to be viewed by a future alien species, which is totally normal. And they're basing a religion based on the Wills journals. Oh, the right. The Luke Starkiller and the mm -hmm. journals of the Wills. Yeah, yeah the original exactly. script title, right. And and he wanted them to like do base their religion on like 
these series of events. Mm -hmm. So this isn't based on, like Star Trek is like Earth, you know, Battlestar Galactica is Earth. It's oh, just sure. science fiction versions of our planet that we uh, currently live Star on. Wars this, Star Wars is fantasy. Star Wars is fantasy. Completely different Totally universe. different thing. So, uh -huh. I mean, fantastically speaking, maybe there's like some alternate universe where Earth exists, but I think it's not likely. Got it. Like, so. can you rule it out based on science? No, but, you know. Well, it's, the idea of it is, the, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far mm -hmm. away, it's not to Earthling audiences. Yeah, it's not at us. The intended audience are mm -hmm. this future alien race. Or at mm -hmm. least that was George Lucas's original yeah, idea for yeah. it. Whether we may or not, not consider have, that to be king. Yeah. yeah. We may have let that go, but. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, all right. Makes sense. Yeah. So, no, sorry. It, it, it's not. They just happen to look like us. And um, speak uh, English. And be bipedal in the most case. And their numbers kind of look like Arabic numbers. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Rob Chalmers at Bert Chalmers asks Does Morgan Stark carry extremists? Or extremists? Does extremists pass down genetically? I'm going to say no because mm. Pepper Potts is genetically normal until uh. the events of Iron Man 3. Something, it, you know, is invades her body, takes her over, but it comes right back out of her again. Mm -hmm. And unless it's sort of like altered her DNA, which is not present in any of the storylines, then like it just goes right back out of her. And I don't see any reason why that would affect her uterus or her DNA or anything yeah. like that. So she just goes on to have a normal kid, normal in a normal way. You know, I mean, maybe they'll change it in the future, but. I don't see any biological reason why that yeah. would happen. It's in, it's out. Like, she goes back to being totally normal. Yeah, it seems like after Iron Man 3, the MCU has kind of moved yeah. on from extremists yeah. and ha doesn't really have any bearing on Pepper in the future. Mm -hmm. She probably would have used it in that final battle. She wouldn't need this. Exactly. Yeah. If she still had any remnants, she would have put it to use. So. Yeah, and they clearly like made a big point of it's no longer in her system. So whatever yeah. changes to her DNA mm -hmm. shouldn't have been able to have been passed on. Yeah. There's a whole Lamarck theory of evolution. What was it? Am I getting the name wrong? Where it's like know. they show that image of the giraffe and like if the giraffe's neck can get longer to eat the leaves uh -huh. can he pass down a longer neck to his offspring and mm -hmm. no like physiological changes no. you undergo during your lifetime are not heritable traits technically every time a spe this is actual science technically mm -hmm. every time a species reproduces or anything reproduces at least on earth mutations occur they happen every single time and they are completely random so that giraffe with the long neck will upon reproducing have random mutation in their offspring, mm -hmm. maybe they'll get a longer neck. They just as easily might not because mutations are yeah. random. It's really the, the giraffe that had the genes for a longer Correct. neck when it was born mm -hmm. is just more fit to survive. Correct. It's not like during his lifetime he can work to make his neck longer and pass that <laughs> on to his kid. Right. And, this, and if you're gonna say like, well, things like STDs can be passed on to kids or, or things like AIDS mm -hmm. or like addictions can mm -hmm. be passed by, those are a result of the mother and the child sharing mm -hmm. nutrients, sharing a bloodstream, mm -hmm. and that's how kids can be born mm -hmm. with, with AIDS. And things like diabetic behaviors are, I believe, the same way. You're it's just genetically predisposed, but it takes social and genetic activation to actually have it manifest, yeah. is my understanding of the science so And far. kids who have like obesity at young ages, it's because they're like learning and getting eating habits from mm -hmm. their parents. There's a lot of that happening at young ages, but it's not like you get fat during the course of your lifetime, you're not naturally predisposed to be fat. You do, your kid's not going to be born fat. They're a giant they baby. <laughs> a big the fat. doctor is like, oh. Oh, oh, that's a big one. He takes a picture of it and hangs yeah, it next yeah, to his yeah. fish photos. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, do doctors do that? Yeah, they, they do. Well, thanks for asking those bite-sized questions, but now yeah. we're gonna move on to our fan mail questions. Yes! Or just a mailbag 
It's not a bag, it's a box. It's a big question box. But you think you mailed it to us at this address below. Some of these people tweeted it at Some patrons sent us some questions we were grateful to get. But yeah, send us anything you want. Mail it to us. We got a P.O. box. Oh, well, maybe Anything. <laughs> Anything, if it's in the box, it'll come out on the show. All right, so let's see what we got in here uh, this episode. Matthew Carlene from Patreon, one of our patrons. Thanks Great. so much, Matt, asks, would you rather live in a world with superheroes or Pokemon? Ooh, I choose superheroes because then I can be one of them. But what if you aren't? What if you're just a normal uh, citizen? Fine. Then I still say superheroes because Pokemon, I feel like, are little toddlers and they would just get in your way and be so annoying, but they're little so you can't, like, reprimand them. Uh -huh. They're like little babies who, like, punch your boob and pull your face. Right, yeah. Or they're just, like, animals and, yeah. like, you can't, like... And I hate You can't animals. complain about a dog on an airplane. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to complain about a Snorlax on an airplane, <laughs> which is what I feel about with Pokemon because I feel like I would rather live in the Pokemon universe. Oh yeah, why? Uh, absolutely, because really? superheroes would probably look like something like the boys on Amazon. They'd mm. be like evil and they'd be criminals. Yeah. And like we see what happens in the MCU, the birth of superheroes in the mm -hmm. universe just leads to more challenges and bigger threats coming up to challenge yeah. them. And I don't want to be caught in the middle of that. I don't want huh. to be blipped. <laughs> oh my God, what's happening? But I'd rather live with Pokemon, which is just like everyone gets like a cool badass cool pet buddy, slash yeah. friend. Run! Oh, uh, an emotional support animal. Yeah, it's kind of like his Dark Materials, where everyone gets like a animal spirit guide, but know. instead they're Pokemon. Like I'd rather live in the universe of Detective Pikachu than yeah. the MCU. Absolutely, that seems eh, way more fun. Agree to disagree, but I already said my answer. I already said mine. So <laughs> next question is from Travis, also from Patreon. Great. Thanks, Travis. You're the best. Thank you, Travis. What is a time that gave you stage fright? Can be from your childhood or can be from two weeks ago. <laughs> stage fright, not including right now. We do have a huge studio audience, and they're very quiet. <laughs> we Can you can't imagine afford if, we a had, guy. if we had a studio audience this whole time, and they all of them are just been silent? Yeah, they've been stoic. We, it's because Tommy's not here. Tommy's the best oh, old guy. Tommy. He gets him out. He throws candy at him. Yeah, yeah. He, he does like break dance Yeah, t-shirt cannon. Yeah. I love Tommy. A stage fright. I don't really get stage fright yeah, anymore because we've done a bunch of improv mm -hmm. and comedy shows, and at that point, you get in front of a crowd and yeah, you just aren't afraid of it anymore. It. I'm gonna say when we did the Comic Con panel mm. because it was my very first Comic Con panel ever. And although I work very hard to have a lot of knowledge about this stuff that I talk about, I'm mostly up like my expertise is Star Trek horror, Buffy, like. Mm. X-Files, like not this particular genre. So I was a little bit like, oh, I'm gonna get up on that panel and people are gonna ask us questions. And I, Name my all the members of the Sinister Six from the from <laughs> yeah. every version of the comics. Was, yeah, and then you guys oh, were great. just gonna be like, do it, Marina. Yes, I'm putting you on the spot. And then I would work. You did great though. I did okay, yeah, I'm working really hard to deepen my knowledge. Not that I have none, but it's, it's not comparable to you guys' yet. So that was the time when I was like, hmm, I wonder how this will go. But that's the thing about like, as much of an expert as you can claim to be in comic books, there's always someone who knows more. 100%. So like, no yeah. one is the true expert except Stan Lee, and he's no longer yeah. with us. Well, yeah. he's kind of with us, but he's-, he's He'll one. always be with us, yeah. but yeah, yeah. There was a moment, well, some of the taping scenarios, like if we're in front of cameras, mm -hmm. the quieter the room, the scarier it is for me. So I've gone in uh, for camera tests and auditions for things. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, the first audition I did for New Rockstars, Back in 2015, I didn't get the job initially. I was super nervous. Really? It was just like Philip in the room. Eric! 
back? <laughs> yeah, I did not get the job. You can find the video somewhere. Oh my Here, God. let's roll it. There it is. Look at that awkward dope. You know who got it was Drew Coolidge got that job. Oh, well, that Did a great job at New Rockstars. Mean... They moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah. He's much happier, I'm sure. And now I'm doing this job, <laughs> the second fiddle. Oh, here's a fun story. This is true stage fright. In college, Philip and I did a lot of like improv and sketch yeah. together. And there was one sketch, I can't remember why we did this bit, but I was dressed as a peanut rapping about Jimmy Carter, because Jimmy Carter was a peanut farmer. And we did this. Great, um, as you do. Yeah, uh, the whole bit was I had to rap new uh, parody lyrics on top of Run DMC's Tricky. Oh, that's great. And it was Jimmy. Yeah. So I was like, let's talk about Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy. It's Jimmy. Jimmy. And I had to, like, his peanuts are real tasty. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? I was wearing like these big white gloves yeah. and big white shoes. I was, it was kind of like the Justin Timberlake bit yeah, on SNL. Yeah. I didn't get the words right. There was I just didn't have time to memorize the words. So and this is supposed to be like our big closer yeah. in the show. Like oh, I was a no. big moment where we're gonna be like, whoa, this guy no. can rap. And I had to do that thing where you vamp. <laughs> and then I had to vamp so many times <laughs> the song ran out. No! So at the end I was just like trying to get through these lyrics a cappella. No! And the uh you could see me shaking. There's oh, video of it somewhere. No. And like my big That's white hands are, are quivering. Yeah, I should have just walked That's off the stage. That's when you just end. I didn't. I was like, I have to get through the ending. And I think we I wrote these lyrics. Lyric. I have to say them all. I, I, was, oh I think it was God. the most frightened I've ever been on stage. Oh. And I had been doing shows for like yeah. two years at that point. Memorized I, content is terrifying. I was more afraid of uh, scripted content than unscripted content. hundred percent. Yeah. We're improvisers, not. Yeah. Uh, you well, I've know. done sketch since then. I've gotten better at it, but at all that right. time, not good. I am an improviser. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to a script. Yeah. Fuck, I need something to read. Okay, Donnie at Third Ward TX asks, what has been the craziest fan experience you guys have ever had since becoming celebrities? <laughs> People throwing themselves at you? Mm -mm. Uh -huh. Autographs on body parts? <laughs> Not the no. parts you want. Uh, <laughs> fan, weird fan art dish, guys, dish. Well, celebrities is an extremely strong one. Yeah. I mean, you you're definitely a hundred percent, thousand percent more well known than I am. Give it give it a couple months. We do get recognized from time to time. I have literally never been recognized. Okay, I have been a few times. What after happened? Doing this. Yeah, they're always so nice. Uh, the people who like come up to me in restaurants or yeah. at the movie theater or anywhere I am are always like the sweetest, sweetest people. Aww. And I think it's because like the kind of content we do yeah. and the kind of people who seek out this content, mm -hmm. it's all appreciative. Yeah. And they just want to like things yeah. as opposed to other like nerd channels, they'll be cynical like, or dismissive. Yeah, breaking So like down. the people who end up saying, coming up to us mm -hmm. are always the, those kind of Aww, sweet, nice sweetheart. people. So I'm, I like meeting yeah. fans and viewers and subscribers in the street. There was one guy when I see saw Spider-Man Far From Home, super nice, yeah. but I was sitting on the aisle in the movie theater and he he comes up to me and he goes, even in the darkness, I could recognize you. And I was like, never begin a sentence with even in the darkness. <laughs> but he was really nice. I was like, thanks, man. But, you know, trying to, I was like with my notepad, like trying to write down oh, all the license cute. plates. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. Uh, there was one fan, if you're trying to get like the crazy ones, yeah. when I, we were talking about this before we taped, when I, we were doing Game of Thrones breakdowns, which was the first videos I did for the channel in season six. After Drew Coolidge retired. After Drew Coolidge retired. Um, <laughs> there was a photo that I put on my Instagram yeah. of, in my dad's backyard in Florida, he has those faces that you can put on trees and creep people out. And I was like, oh, it's like a weirwood tree. So I'm, I took a selfie with my hand up to it and I like rolled my eyes back to look like I was walking yeah, yeah. through the tree. Someone, sent me a Photoshop version of this picture, which the tree was just a giant erect penis. 
And so imagine me like, like <laughs> mm. Well, now we don't have to imagine because the picture is there. Well, we blurred it out. Oh, uh, here's the great. thing, though. I'm pretty sure that was Philip who did it. Because Philip <gasps> is an amazing Photoshop expert. Wow. And no one has the time to yeah, yeah, yeah. perfectly like pixelate around my hands oh, to make wow. it look like. Someone put a lot of craft in this. Yeah. And Philip was the one who shared it with me. Mm -hmm. And I thought I flagged it and scrubbed it from the internet, but it keeps like showing up yeah, in our Slack and Discord. Either wow. he saved it or. It's like, him. He's it's trolling him. you. He has the original file. Philip is trolling you. Yeah. Er, Philip, what do you say? You're standing off stage uh, right here. He's shaking his head. He's, yeah, he's denying it. <laughs> but I know it's him. Um, <laughs> that is yeah. so funny. I have a couple of marriage proposals in my Instagram DMs. Ooh, have you said yes? <laughs> no, I never no. open any of them for my own personal safety. Everyone seems oh, really yeah. sweet, but you know, I- I forget you live a, a different life because of this stuff than I do. <laughs> yeah. It's nice for me. I'm very small and can be easily murdered. Uh -huh. So I don't answer anybody, uh, yeah. so don't take it personally. But yeah. it's nice to And also to know. don't do it, maybe. Whatever, it's the, they're there. I don't, I'm not gonna- Even if you're one of the well-meaning dudes who's yeah. sending it, know that from Marina's point I of view- I can't interact. You can't because can't. it's all coming in with all this other really creepy stuff. Yeah, so who, like, you can't tell which I, switch. It's just for my own safety. So, you know, it's nice to know that I have offers if I ever become really lonely at the end of my life. And I'm, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, <laughs> we still have Instagram and I'm going to go back through and be like, hey, buddy, where you at? Until then, you know, don't take it personally. And it'll be Philip be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's really, like, I got to close this account. All, every comment on the internet is just Philip Molina. <laughs> Put Honestly, that in the teaser, baby! That would be really funny if yeah. all of our trolls are just Philip. We are all Philip as well. <laughs> all the studio audience are all Philip. Yeah, yeah. We are Philip. Philip is us. Gotta drink some creatine. I have small shirts. Philip's that puppet. I'm Philip's puppet. You're doing a different bit, oh. but we're singing the same song. And that's really what life is all about. We're all saying something different, but we're singing to the same melody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. Hey, I think we've answered a lot of questions. <laughs> I think we should all be very grateful. I've been Eric Voss. This has been Marina Mastros. Uh, it's been a crazy, crazy year. But thanks for joining oh. us here at New Rockstars. And be sure to send us your questions. Hashtag at Big Question. Subscribe to New Rockstars. And uh, have fun. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>